is an episode of Difficult? Yes. Impossible? No. Series of Power Up Your Team podcast with host Martina Kuhlmeier, where business owners share stories of how they conquered a big challenge associated with creating successful teams and ecosystems. Our guest today is Valerie Jackson, the founder and CEO of Fierce Force Strategies. Valerie is an expert in mindset, behavior, process, and implementation. She is known for helping overwhelmed leaders and entrepreneurs finally get things done and understand why they have struggled to do so by looking through the lens of personality types. All right, Valerie, welcome to the show. Thank you for being a guest on my podcast. Thank you so much, Martina, for inviting me. You are so welcome. I'm excited about our conversation. And, and I know uh, you have uh, a lot of experience working with a whole ecosystem of entrepreneurs who are helping you to bring your services to your clients. So do you want to share a little bit what you do and what your business is about? Absolutely. Thank you. So I am now considered the expert. And I, I just love that term because it can mean so many things in mindset, behavior, and implementation. And what that means is for those of us as business owners, leaders of an organization who are really struggling and trying to get things done, I sit down with them and figure out what the real excuses are and help them remove them based on personality type and behavior styles. Awesome. So you're really helping them to dig under the cover. Absolutely. So, and from our pre-conversation, I assume that you are not delivering all your services by yourself. So you have a team who is helping you to get that done. So share a little bit about that. Yes. So I will tell you, I have had alongside me a phenomenal person for, oh my gosh, almost 15 years now. And she has been really the heart of my organization. We joke back and forth as to who the boss really is. And mm -hmm. uh, we probably switch week by week. Aside from her, I always rely on the professionals in the industry to support me in my business. And that's my ecosystem. So I learned early on that there are things I do really well and then things that I don't. And I need to turn those over to the people who do them best. I have graphic designers, people that I trust for my marketing efforts. And really importantly for me, I also have a coach. So yeah. that's part of my ecosystem. Excellent. And so this podcast is about sharing a daunting challenge related to building our ecosystem. Either people who report to us or who are our business partner or the ecosystem that all needs to come and step up to help us bring our services to the client. So do you have a specific challenge you want to share with us? Oh my gosh, there are so many. <laughs> Having been in business for so long, let me tell you, I have definitely learned from doing and, and not doing properly sometimes. So here's the most recent story. And it was just a very, very basic thing. I was preparing for a conference. And in that, for that conference, I needed a piece of printed media. It was a large stand-up poster that was going to have a QR code on how to, how to connect with me and just some basic information about programs that I was running. And because I am the queen of 
doing a lot at once. That's why I, that's why I'm into the productivity game. I figured I can do this myself. So I had it printed with the professionals and I figured I'd do the mounting myself because that way I would not spend time waiting on them to do it on their schedule. So I brought it back to my office and I proceeded to mount this piece of, uh, it was like a poster onto a board. How hard can that be? It's simple. Well, I would love to show you the before and after because what happened is I ended up having to pay a premium to have it done on a rush because what I had done looked so terrible. And what the professionals did, you, you don't even recognize that that was the goal. So that's a small story, but that relates to so many larger things in what we do. Yeah. I have been very careful to, as working by referral, to make sure that the people in my ecosystem match my standards and excel in their industries. And I'm able to do that by making sure they understand what my standards are. I model and convey that in every communication. This is the expectation. This is the outcome that we're looking for. And it has worked so far. Cool. So I'm hearing two things. So the first part is to really not overestimate our own capabilities or also our own time, right? That seems to be the, the, the first aspect of your story. And the other thing, once we decide to work with others, we need to provide clarity in terms of what we expect, in terms of what the delivery needs to be. Absolutely. Yes. And the only way we can do that, Martina, is to have done that work ourselves, to understand what our goal is. And that's the part that I find often miss, is missing for us as leaders and business owners. Sometimes we hit the ground running and we don't really assess what the overall objective is for ourselves. Yeah. We may understand from a global organization what it needs to look like. But what our part is and what we're responsible for, sometimes we don't have a clear understanding, which means that we are trying to be all things and we are trying to do it all ourselves. When we sit down and really assess where we're supposed to be, then we know, aha, that's the piece I do well. Yeah. This is the part that I'll need support for. Yeah. We need to recognize, you know, here I have clarity. I've done this job myself and I can give a list of 10 requirements to my now vendor or business partner. But then there are other areas and the larger the business gets, the higher the likelihood that, that we need to negotiate work that we haven't done before that we haven't done ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then I think the story changes where we need to have an open mind and listen to someone who knows so much more than we do and has recommendation for how certain things work. Absolutely. And that's where that referral part can come in. Because yeah. now you are speaking with someone who is a trusted authority with, from someone else in your ecosystem or someone else that you have collaborated with on another project. So you're not doing it all yourself. You're not using the proverbial, and a lot of people don't know what this is anymore, but the proverbial yellow, yellow pages to try to find someone who needs to meet the need and, and help you obtain the objective that you want to for your organization. 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I agree that that networking is so important and what it provides is a, a basic level of trust that is already established with that business partner. And, and you, so you can build from there, right? You not start at, at level zero to build a relationship. Absolutely, yes. And, and good point with the networking part of it. Another really important part of that is knowing where to spend our time and with whom. And again, that speaks to the quality of the relationships. As business owners, as leaders, we get drawn into a lot of distractions disguised as opportunities to network. We, again, knowing what it is we want to accomplish, then we know if an organization, if a group is a good fit for what we can bring to it and from what we can gain from being a part of it. Yeah, and the way... It's interesting, the way we work is important when the business partner is not just delivering a piece part to us or a product to us, when it's a co-collaborative process to deliver something to a client, right? So there is then suddenly a huge dependency and a huge potential impact to your reputation, frankly, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. So I know that we had spoken before, even like when you and I met, I think that's the piece that's often missing. We're in a culture right now that's so busy to do, to have numbers of connections mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily quality connections. It is much, much more valuable to our business, to our organization to take the time to get to know the people that you're bringing into your circle. And that's the way I think of it is it's a circle. Yeah. And I personally like to keep my circle relatively small so that we are able to touch each other, bring value to each other and get to know really what our objectives are, what's important to each person in the circle and how I can add value to what they're doing as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Tell all of you as a little bit how you collaborate with people. Just one example of how you collaborate with somebody and what the collaboration is about to bring a service to one of your clients. Absolutely. So I recently was able, I was brought in actually as a consultant for an organization that was looking at addressing an an issue with productivity and process. So there's another organization that I have collaborated with many other, many times. Their piece is the change management piece. I don't even know what that entails and I don't need to. My part is understanding the process and making sure that the people are served in the process. So we each do our part and we're able to bring that together and give the clients a really good result for what it is they're looking to accomplish. Yeah, this is a wonderful example because I can clearly see how it's a completely different level of expertise, but one cannot be successful of the other. You can come with the greatest new process, the greatest productivity play, but if you can't get the people on board, you haven't accomplished anything. And the change management folks, they are usually helped if they know what is changing from where to where. They need a gap usually, right, to to help then an organization build a bridge from one to the other. And that is immensely codependent on success. 
Absolutely. And I'm really honored to have those types of relationships. When I look to connect with people, I do particularly look for expertise that I don't have and expertise that that my clients would benefit from. But here's another example is my my true calling and expertise is, is with business owners and leaders. So often I'm introduced to someone who wants to level up in their career and they may need resume services or that type of thing. That's not what I do. And I would be doing them a disservice to offer that. Sure, I'm a great writer. I'm not a great resume writer. And because I don't stay up to date on what is expected in that arena, it would be really unfair to offer that to someone who could use the other part of what I do. And to that end, I believe we have to know how to share, how to collaborate. Yeah. If we're too focused on all the revenue for ourselves, we're going to miss the mark. Yes. And miss the opportunity to yeah. share some great talent with the people who have come to trust us. Well, that is so true. It's about give us game, right? And I think yes. there, there are several levels of our ecosystems, right? One is the people we co-create our services with, but then there is a whole ecosystem around it. They are our champions and we are their champions, right? And that means that if we have work that better fits a, another consultant or another coach or another business owner, we move that work over there. And one of these days there is another opportunity where somebody else uh, moves work that is a better fit for us towards us, right? So it's it's really a huge ecosystem of give and take. Absolutely. And that's where being clear on what it is you do and how you do it is so important. Because if you've conveyed this message that you are all things to all people, no one really knows where you fit or who to send to you. Yeah. And they can't, and when they do want to do that, they can't do it with confidence. Yeah. That's that's very, very true. Forging partnerships to co-deliver services is important. Absolutely. I think it ultimately just speaks to intent. Yeah. What is it that you want to do and how are we going to go about doing it efficiently and effectively? Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I always ask uh, my guests if they want to share their contact information uh, and all of that so that our guests know how to reach you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for that. So the best way to check in on what I'm doing and how we can be a part of each other's journey is to go to my website, which is busy is a four letter word.com. And that's the number four. Busy is a four letter word.com. And it speaks to my productivity program. Cool. And then is there do you have a LinkedIn profile or email you like to share? I absolutely do. So the best way, to, another way to reach me is on LinkedIn. And so Valerie, and this is this is where people will get tripped up. And I'm just going to say, people do still ask me, are you sure about the spelling of my name? And yes, I am sure. I know. It is V-A-L-A-R-I. So there are absolutely no E's in my name. Valerie Jackson. So I'm, I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. Yeah, with that spelling of the first name, right? The number of people who are showing up are much less. Much less. And I can't even take credit for it. That was the brilliance of my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Now, out of curiosity, your business name, your company is 
It's Fierce Focus Strategies. Fierce. There is also a business page, Fierce Focus Strategies. Yes. And if you go to fiercefocusstrategies.com, it'll lead you right back to my LinkedIn profile. Very good. Yes. So now we can't miss you. This is brilliant. <laughs> I'm in a big circle. If you wherever you start, you end up in the same place. <laughs> yeah, and I make sure I put that in the transcript on my website so that people can uh, read it and see how it's written. So awesome! I really thank you for being on the show. It was a pleasure speaking with you, Valerie. Thank you, Martina. This was a wonderful experience. I've enjoyed the conversation and I trust that your listeners will find value in it. Thank you for listening to Power Up Your Team podcast. Leave a review about this episode and share it with other women business owners. Show notes can be found online at powerupyourteam.com.